and true holiness. Can I see the NIV 23 and 24? 23 and 24 NIV. And be made new. Be made new in the attitude of your minds. And put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Amplified vision 23 24 and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude, and put on the new nature, the regenerate self, created in God's image, God-like, in true righteousness and holiness. Praise God. All right, Isaiah 43, verse 18. Isaiah 43, verse 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. 20. The beast of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the oars, because I have, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. Praise God. Now, we're looking at the attitude of prosperity. The, the, I told us that when we say spirit of prosperity, we mean attitude of prosperity. And the first attitude we've been looking at is the attitude of looking beyond the past. Looking beyond the past. One of the reasons why people don't prosper as they should is that they are captives of the past. They are captives of the past. 
you know and remember when we say attitude we refer to one's mental view one's um, one's way of looking at things one's settled outlook you know it includes your feelings it includes your thoughts it includes your actions and your predispositions you know your predispositions so one can have a mental attitude that is that makes him or her a captive of the past a captive of the past and amplify says have a continuous constant renewal of your mind constant renewal of your mind praise god Isaiah says, let, let's look at Isaiah 43. Isaiah says, he says, remember not, remember ye not the former things. And we showed you that this is a function of the mind. You remember with your mind. You know, you remember with your mind. If you look at the, the message translation of this verse, message translation, it says, forget about what happened. Now, but you know, someone says, but how can I forget? How can I forget? If, if it happened, it happened. What the scripture is showing us here is this, because you may not forget the event, but the way our minds work is, it's like the camera. The camera has, the older cameras just take pictures in 2D. So when people stand or 10 people stand with the background you can't tell the difference between the the the, the subject and the background <clears throat> but newer cameras with better lenses does something it can fade the background and direct all the focus on the subject you know direct all the focus on the subject so um, I think you call that um, depth of field and you blow the background and direct the focus on the subject your mind has the capacity to blow the background so when he says forget what happened what he's saying to you is blow the background and focus on the subject focus on the subject your best days are in front of you they are in front of you and those days that are in front of you can only come to pass when your today is connected to them. If your today is connected to your yesterday, then you will have a repeat of your yesterday in your future. There's a principle in the scripture. What you focus on, you magnify. What you magnify lords it over you. I'll take that again. What you focus on, you magnify what you magnify has power over you that means what you think on the most what you apply your mental powers on the most have you as its captive that means if my thoughts are forever in the past a past failure a past disappointment something that I was expecting that I didn't get 
something that I wanted that I didn't get, how people betrayed me in the past, how I made errors in the past. Now, if that's my focus, the principle says that I magnify it. That means all of a sudden that past grows large in my spirit. It grows large in my mind. If I'm meditating on my failure, all of a sudden that failure becomes um, a lot. Uh, I'll give you a simple example. Let's look at it from the way we relate with people. Don't, because now I'm talking about relating with yourself. But let's look at the way we relate with people. If you have a, a child and maybe um, while the child was washing some plates, a particular plate fell and broke. Now, you can treat that as an event or you can treat it as a pattern. You say to that child, this is what you always do, which is a tendency. This is what you always do. You're always like this. You have removed that from an event. You have created a pattern. Now, even if it is a pattern, if the child even has a record of breaking plates like that, you don't change it by stating the state. You know, because remember, what you focus on, you magnify. What you magnify lords it over you. So you think you're reprimanding the child. The child is hearing you. And what the child is hearing is that you're saying that I'm a serial breaker of plates. You know, so the child is thinking, I did it yesterday, I do it today, and I will do it tomorrow. Now, and the truth of the matter is this, that child does not always break plates. A person who would always break plates will have to just sit down, take the plates, and be breaking it. You know, and be breaking it, and be breaking it. And this is the way you, because you say always, always means always. You know, it means always, without any breaks. You know, that means this ministry is, is frequent. Come on, praise God. Now, you, 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 you may not, that may not be your intention, but that's what you are wiring the brain of that child to do. So chances are, the next time the child is washing plates, they may break the plates, not because they want to, but because you have brought a certain kind of fear of the past. Come on, praise God. So look at this. This is about the way you use your mind. The way you use your mind. Because you see, um, if you, if you, let me give you an example. Most people are depressed. Um, their, their birthday month. Especially when you start hitting 30, 40. Some people, their birthday month is full of depression. Reason is simple. As the birthday starts coming close, they start counting. You know, what they count is that they start asking, what have I achieved in my life? You know, what have I done with my life? And, and, and whenever they ask that question, they begin to, when they say, what have I done with my life? They don't check what they've done with their life. They check what they have not done yet with their life. The focus is never what they've done. They, what they're asking is, what have I achieved? 
but as soon as they ask what have I achieved they don't start looking for what they have achieved they start looking for what they did not achieve then they start doing something else they start comparing themselves with other people's achievements now take note of that they criticize themselves by what they didn't achieve they compare themselves with other people's achievements the person you're comparing yourself with his or her achievement you didn't know their list come on did you get that you don't know their list now you may be surprised you're feeling bad about yourself someone you are the reason why some other person is feeling bad about themselves in the sense that they looked at you and they thought you were happy and successful and glad you know and they put they put you against themselves and they fell short but you are so unhappy with yourself remember one of the things we said on sunday we said on sunday that your attitude can determine your sense of fulfillment stay tuned we'll be right back in a world where wrong is being sold as right and acts of wickedness are perpetrated and celebrated it is dangerous to live without a proper guidance in christ embassy we teach you how to do life the god way through teachings that are founded on the scriptures and by the leading of the holy spirit worship with us every sunday by 8 a.m and every wednesday by 12 noon and 5 p.m respectively at Christ Embassy, Boundless Grace Church, Loveboat City, Atali Farm Road, Port Harcourt. For more inquiries, kindly call 070-6159-6095 or 081-4036-2545. Christ Embassy, giving your life a meaning. Welcome back. It can determine your sense of fulfillment. It can determine how you, how you view success. What is success to you? You know, what is success to you? Your attitude can do that. So, Scripture says, use your mind rightly. Look at that. It says, forget about what happened. That means, don't focus on it. Don't focus on it. Don't keep going over old history don't keep going over old history now listen this is because we're looking at the attitude of prosperity this is how you move this is how you advance this is how you increase this is how you increase uh, Jesus had an experience with a man he said to the man um, he, he said to the man this man had been in a case for 38 years you know, 38 long years. Now, if you've had a situation for 38 long years, you now have an attitude, right? You now have an attitude. Jesus came to the man and asked him, what would you want for me to do for you? The man started a story. First of all, I've been here for 38 years. Every time an angel comes to stare this water, he says, as I'm getting up to go there, someone pushes me and gets there before me. So they get healed and I'm not healed. So Jesus came, fresh opportunity. Come on, did you get that? The master of all opportunities, standing in front of this man and he's asking this man, what do you want? This man 
his attitude is connected with storytelling. You know, now this is one of the reasons why, you know, the world's, the world's way of um, dealing with mental issues, because look at that scripture, when we say remember, it has to do with your mind. The psychiatrist and the psychologist will say, just talk about it. Just talk. Just talk. So they say, have you heard someone say, if I just talk, I'll just feel okay. You know, so they just talk. But the problem is this. You talk to A, then you talk to B. Then you talk to C, then you talk to D. You cannot put the gear of your car on reverse and go forward. If the gear stick is on reverse, you are going back. You know, yeah, you can be stuck somewhere and you need to bring your car out and you need to maneuver, reverse a little, a little, then move forward. But you cannot be on reverse perpetually. That means I can use my mind to review the past. Take note of this. I recall it. I review it to give it meaning. I recommend that you study the book, The Power of Your Mind. You know, I, I review it. I recall it. I review it to give it meaning. Now, meaning, meaning is not objective. Meaning is subjective. What do I mean by that? Joseph was sold. Joseph was sold by his brothers. Is that not a traumatic experience? Huh? You think about it. Your own blood brothers sold you. It's one thing for you to have um, family feud. It's one thing for you to have some quarrel with your brother. But to sell you, to sell you, to sell you, can you imagine, imagine the mental weight that could carry? Then he goes in there, he's brought into Potiphar's house, then the wife lied blatantly against him. Then, the wife lying is one thing. Then his master that he served faithfully, that committed everything he has to him, believed the wife. That is, no, you know, we're talking about a people, someone that is a serial, serial um, breaker of plates. Jacob has no records of any kind of wrong a new accusation came and his master that he has served so faithfully, so faithfully believed it. Didn't believe it, didn't just believe it and say, okay, leave my house or I don't want you in my space anymore. Sent him to prison. What do you think should happen to his self-esteem? In today's world, they will say clinically depressed. You know, he should be clinically depressed. It seems like Joseph had a certain kind of mind and a way to interpret the events that happened to him. Who understands what I'm saying? I remember many years ago I was in a meeting and pastor said something. Pastor said, meaning, meaning. You give meaning to situations and circumstances in your life in, in, in partnership with the Holy Spirit. That means when something happens, what happened and the meaning of it, there are two different things. 
that when something happens, you, through the Spirit, give it meaning. Oh, did you, did you get what I just said now? Huh? When something happens, that thing may be the most dreadful thing, something that you don't like. It may be a negative, but what does it mean? Because listen, the meaning is what you take with, the, with you after the thing has happened. You take the meaning, something happened today, you take the meaning to tomorrow. You take the meaning to five years' time. You take the meaning to ten years' time. How can we tell how Joseph, the meaning that Joseph gave to all those negative things, you can tell it when he saw his brothers. When he saw his brothers and the brothers, when the brothers discovered that it was Joseph, they were shaken. You know, they were shaken. They were shaken. They thought they were dead. And you know what? There's a meaning Joseph could have given to that, and that will be death. But Joseph said, hey, don't cry. Don't cry. He said, I can see God's hand in everything, including the ones you did. He said, you meant it for evil, but God orchestrated it for not just my good, hear this, not just my good, but your own good. You know, he said, God sent me ahead, removed me from you, removed me from the family so that I can go ahead, prepare all this place for you, for your preservation. Can you imagine that meaning? That's the meaning that will make him look at his brother and still hug him. That will make him look at his brother and look at all his family members and still eat from the same plate with them, still live with them. If he didn't give that meaning to that situation, he will not be able to live or fulfill his destiny. Whenever something happens, you, through the word and the Holy Spirit, give meaning to it. Come on, amen. You give meaning. And this is where purpose is. Because now, how, how do you give meaning? The way you can give meaning is through fellowship with the word and with the spirit. That is where the meaning will come from. If your mind is not renewed by the word and you're not in fellowship with the spirit, you'll be given natural meanings. And that can be the source of your discouragement. You know, it can be the source of your depression. Look at Paul. When Paul wrote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Where did he write it from? A prison cell. He wrote it from a prison cell. Paul said, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that I must go, I must go to Rome. I'm, I'm persuaded I must go to Rome. But listen, Paul was persuaded he must go to Rome, but didn't mind that that trip was not going to be on first class on some ship boat. He saw himself going to Rome, but not as someone that was going to be welcomed by the, you know, you know an, an entourage welcoming him. He was going to go to Rome, to Rome as a prisoner. Look at Jesus. He died on the cross. What kind of death? A shameful death, a painful death. But you look at that cross, look at his death, and you lift up your hands and you start saying, Father, I thank you. You love me. This is beautiful. Why are you calling something so bad, something so painful, beautiful? Why are you calling it wonderful? Because of the meaning. 
if you didn't have the meaning or the significance to that death, what you're going to say is, this is wicked. This is not fair. They cannot, they should not do this. Now, as long as you say, this is wicked, this is not fair, you can't do this to a good man, you have not received salvation. You don't know the meaning. Come on, did you get that? You don't know the meaning. And now, you think about it. Say, you're going through a challenge. So, say there's a difficulty. What's the meaning of this? Don't misunderstand the message. This is not a reason to sit down and suffer and smile. You know, it's not suffering and smiling. No, 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 no. No. Uh, someone said to me, how come in life there are challenges? How come there are difficulties? Why don't you just wake up and just, um, just wake up and everything is just there? But I said, everything is there. I said, everything is there. You know, but the, everything you're thinking of that is there includes the challenges. The challenges are there to build character. Let's look at a few scriptures. Philippians chapter 3. All right, from verse 13. Now look at this. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. I count my, not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth onto those things which are before. Now, take note of this. I, I, I like the way, I like to read this scripture this way. He's saying here, go back to verse 8. You see Paul's thinking, verse 8. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ my Lord, whom, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. So Paul starts from verse 8 and he's talking about the knowledge that he's received from his relationship with Christ and knowing Christ and how much he values that knowledge. Then he goes on to verse 13 to tell us the biggest lesson that he has learned and look at that he says brethren I count not myself to have apprehended that means of all that I have learned this is the most important lesson I have captured of everything that I have gotten a hold of this is the most important then he says what is the most important he says this one thing I do this one principle I live by forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth onto those things which are before so he said Paul you wake up the new morning you wake up today how do you live today forgetting those things that are behind forgetting any kind of failure that's behind forgetting even the successes that are behind you know my only review or recall of the success is if that helps me to what move forward you know but not to keep me where I am to move forward then he says next verse next verse he says I press I press toward now press means that I put pressure forward you know I push I put pressure forward that means I'm forward thinking I am tomorrow thinking you know now uh, forward thinking don't mean living perpetually in some dream world in your head let me give you an example there are people who have a future in their head that's not connected to today and a future that's not connected to today is not happening that means your forward thinking must change your posture today 
thank you for listening to the Phenomenal Life with Pastor Michi. You can worship with us every Wednesday at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. respectively, and every other Sunday at 8 a.m. prompt at Christ Embassy Boundless Grace Church, Love Wall City, Atali Farm Road, Port Harcourt. You can also participate in our services via King's Chat, Sea Love World, Sea Tunes, and other social media platforms. For more inquiries, kindly call 0814 036 2545 or 0706 159 6095. God bless you. If you want to receive the life of God in your spirit, you want to be born again, you want to receive God's love, you don't want to live life without this. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Place your right hand on your chest. That's your act of faith. Place your right hand on your chest. Lift up the other hand above your head now and pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you very much for the gift of your son Jesus. The Lord Jesus died for my sake. He died for my sins. He died to give me life. Today I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life. Jesus is my Savior. I receive the eternal life of God into my spirit. I receive remission for my sins. I am born again. I am a child of God. All things are passed away. All things are become new. You're my father and I'm your son. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer with me, I want to pray for you now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray. According to your faith and the confession of your lips, you're born again. You've been transported from the domain of darkness and now you're a member of God's house. I pray that Christ will dwell in your heart by faith, that you know together with all saints the length, depth, breadth, and height of God's love. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Today, your new life begins. The old is gone and you are blessed to be a blessing. And from today, you walk in that blessing and you distribute and dispense that blessing everywhere you go. In Jesus' name, amen.